Welcome to Ethical Rioting. Oh, I broke my table. Don't you I'm doing have to... it. I just started the recording, y'all. The podcast has started. Heads up. Oh, welcome to Ethical Rioting. I know. We still don't have a Lance. But then it, Steve started talking about his D&D group, so I figured maybe we should record this for posterity. Um, Why? It doesn't... Always. I have, I have two... I have three, two questions and a comment for you, Stephen. All right. Doesn't your D&D group require some uh, conversation? Right. That's the complexity. Uh, if we looked at the text messages that we sent out ahead of this last weekend, I said they wanted to meet five to nine. So I was hoping we could do something different. Nobody replied, so I kind of ignored everyone. Well, because I figured it was up to Lance to have an opinion because it puts it right in the middle of his afternoon. And then Lance um, never responded. Much like so today. My next question is, why are you green? I mean, you're wearing a green sweater, but the green... It, it's almost as if your screen is completely green. Oh, it is. <laughs> you are quite perceptive. Third? Uh, yes. I don't, know I, mean, that I've ever like, seen, I don't know that I've ever seen your hair this long. I know. I don't think anybody has ever seen my hair this long. I think this is the longest my hair has ever been. Have you ever in let my your life beard grow out that long before? No. Also, no. So yeah, I can see why. My... Yeah. Thanks. It's just a little patchy for the listeners at home. It's a little patchy. Fuller than I think it would have been twenty years ago, but nonetheless, probably true. Yeah, to those wondering at home, uh, Katrina has not grown a quarantine beard, but she did get a quarantine haircut. Uh, Matthew, what's your quarantine beard look like? Uh, I grew out a beard during spring break of 2019, and it drove me so insane that I've never done it again. I only, I got, about, I only got about three weeks into it, and I just couldn't do it. It was too itchy. My, yeah. As it turns out, my facial hair is very uh, curly, and it circles back around and pokes me in the face even when it's really long mm -hmm. so I, I vote we don't wait for lance anymore and so i'm just gonna remind everyone who we are because it's been literally a year since we had an ethical rioting episode are you going to flip the table i am not i'm going to try to edit that in later i feel like this is going to be a whole wait. new world for the podcast community because with wait. zoom recording our audio quality is going to be much higher wait and we're also going to edit things? No, not really. I No, we're I'm just going to try to like, like... We're clearly not producing it, given that the show has started. And uh, at this point, we've just talked about logistics. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. I thought I thought we had an audio intern or something somewhere in the background that was going to take this yeah. and listen um, to it and Google cut it down. You, for... Yeah, have you seen our audio intern? His name is T-Reg. He's an inflatable dinosaur, for those who can't see him on the Zoom call. But he's been going to work with uh, Google Monkey for the last five weeks. I have so. a provocative idea. Yeah? I think that you should talk to IMSA and get a mentorship student to help you with the podcast. <laughs> I know, but then, I don't know. I don't, we'll see. I, this Ooh, is why well, I just feel then, like having Zoom very, is going to up the ante already. Very good benchmarks for success, you know? Because okay. right now we have, what, two people that listen? Steve Downing and... Chelsea Lynn and Lavina Jedwani. So we oh, have so three. We have three. So, like, you get three other people, and that's 100% increase. <laughs> Fun with statistics. 
All right. So anyway, to remind everyone who we are, because it has been a year. I'm Katrina, class of 01, started this. I'm the reason we don't edit anything. Matthew. (laughs) Uh, I'm Matthew Nisley, class of 2001. And uh, I show up to play devil's advocate with Stephen Pett. I am Mm. aforementioned Stephen Pett, class of a class, uh, technically 2001, but uh, I did not graduate from IMSA. I did attend for a year and made some lovely friends. You're, you're uh, still here five be, years later at the reunion. Well, you know, details, details. Um, I mean, if you want to sever the link, Katrina, I understand. But I, I don't mean, think that's true. you can say that, but I haven't let you run out of my life. Yeah, I know. That's why. Since I, 2006. I find it strange that you are considering snarkiness uh, in terms of my descriptions. Speaking of uh, audio quality. And I guess uh, I'm the angel's advocate. I don't know. I have some 80s music going in the background. Can you hear that? Should I move mm. away from that? Parts of it. No, Vaguely. I think... I don't, no, I think it's a nice ambiance. Okay. It's a, learning, it's a learning process. If we decide that we shouldn't ever have music on in the background, then we've learned that. It's aha. Uh-huh. Well, Take on me. Okay. I can count that in eights because I went, it was uh, during the chase scene for Twelfth Night when I did it in college. And so I literally count that song in eights. Stephen Pett, do you play D&D for money? Wait, ha, no, I don't. I can't. You broke me. I can't even understand how you would play D&D for money. Have you ever met any of the people you play D&D with in person? Yes. In fact, that's probably why we are having so much trouble with the uh, uh, virtual version. And I do this mostly because it's a reason to spend time with Eric, with Uh a friend that I've known for a long time. Who did not attend IMSA, for those keeping track at home. He's a lovely human being. He is a lovely human being who tried to convince me to move to Tinley Park. And I was like, no. Yeah. So, Katrina. Yes, Matthew. Tell us about your quarantine. So, my quarantine, I am unemployed. Uh, March 12th, I was in New York rehearsing for a show. And then I, we, got, we, did, we were doing a run-through, and we made it through Act 1, and we took a 10-minute break. And the producers came in and were like, by the way, we're closing. Goodbye. And so, we ended rehearsal. We didn't Wait. even do Act 2. Literally halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> I presume this was a practice and not a performance. This was a practice. Um, It was our first run through. We were, it was so good. The cast was doing such a great job. Uh, Yeah. And then we packed up the rehearsal room and I booked myself a flight for 630 the next morning and I flew home to my husband and we are now on day 37 of social distancing as I like to call it. I am unemployed. My entire industry is unemployed. Luckily, I am collecting unemployment and my husband, because, oh, yes, the last time there was an episode, I wasn't married yet. Um, my Is that husband, true? Yeah, the last episode was my bachelorette party. Last summer and fall flew by, I would just like to say. Man. Uh, yeah. and As now opposed I'm, to the last month, which has not flown by. It kind of has for me. I've been teaching every day for the last two weeks, so it's... Yeah, Matthew, how's the online teaching going? Because weren't you, you were supposed to be in Hong Kong, and then you were supposed to be in London. And then Chicago, and now everybody's bedrooms. Yeah. 
Uh, so you just get more intimate with your students. Yeah. Yeah. But in not a in a way. Yeah. <laughs> not in a lawsuit kind of way. Yeah, not in a lawsuit kind of way. Um, teaching's been going fine. So it's busy because it's every day, but it's been good because I think we've been able to maintain a lot of the conversational threads. Mm -hmm. And I've kept it real simple on the grading. I was like, well, you all come to class and you talk. So you get all of your participation, participation points. Congratulations. And then on the writing, uh, because I do have to give them a grade, I basically have made it to where I'm like, if you show me any evidence of critical thought, you get an A in the class. Okay. Remind me to take your classes and <laughs> go to U Chicago to get my, my graduate degree. I mean, what was I supposed to do? I, I basically redesigned the syllabus three times right. before we moved to online classes. And uh, I wasn't going to do it again. And then they initially, because of some scheduling difficulties with the shift to online, I was originally going to meet, rather than meet with them once every day, I was going to meet with them three times a week for three hours. And, and I thought, that's impossible because... I have so much material to cover and it's going to be exhausting to talk to each other for three hours at a time. So we, we were able to work it out to still meet every day. And then I tried to come up with some assignments that, like I said, give them an opportunity to show some thought and that's all I need. So do they have to come to class at a specific time so that you yes. can talk to them? Yes. I did. I decided not to do asynchronous because I did a survey and all of my students were, did have internet and, and we're going to be able to join. So we have done synchronous meetings. Okay. Right. And also I just simply did not have enough lead time to develop asynchronous right. materials. There was no way. Right. Steve, how are you surviving your quarantine? Very, very, very long sigh to preface this answer. I do not have a quarantine-friendly setup. I am not a human being that's supposed to work from home. <laughs> it's just so funny to me because you're such an introvert, Steve. And you're like, oh, no, I can't be left to my own devices. That's not what I'm going at. It's more of... Right? Like home is where the home problems are. Work is where the work problems are. And those two aren't supposed to come together. You know, maybe, maybe once every other week, you know, a nice light work from home day where I do some laundry while also just cranking out some mindless stuff. Good. But uh, every day waking up in the same place, looking at the same things that I want to, you know, change in my home. And being expected to do actual work while uh, looking at that is not good. When the weather gets warmer, you could come work on my back deck. <laughs> That's if Staying we're allowed. 60 away. Yeah, exactly. Lori Lightfoot will come hunt you down. Um, I don't doubt it. I do have questions about uh, your dietary practices. Uh, oh, man. How has yes, your, I have gained weight. Thank you. How, how has your coffee and ice cream consumption changed? Oh, I want to just, let's, let's put a, a shout out to Angela Campbell for starting Class a, of a one. Yep, exactly. A, uh, a coffee, a cold brew coffee subscription company, which oh, yeah. I subscribed to. And I, I wasn't using all of it all the time. So I had a backlog. Huh. 
and it's it has been a lifesaver. Nice. It has been the greatest. I've also cut down my consumption roughly to a quarter of it. Really? So, yeah. I mean, when you're starting at a gallon, going down to a quart is still more than most people drink. Have you experienced symptoms of withdrawal? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, I only, only in hindsight. Why have you gone down to a quart? Uh, just cause I don't want to brew that much coffee every day. A gallon of coffee doing, is a You could start a doing lot. like a, a modified cold brew and just put like a bag of Folgers in a five gallon bucket. I'm waving at Arthur in the background. He's he's behind Matthew. He doesn't care. Math. He Arthur just got home from. Well, first of all, I have headphones in, and he got. Yeah. Home, he just got home from a twelve-hour shift at the ER. Right. He's, he's a first responder, front line. Doctor, doctor. Doctor, doctor Pope just came right. home from the emergency room. Clap for him. I wonder how that's going to come out on the audio. I think Matthew's clapping will be fine. Are yeah. you applying my clapping isn't going to be fine? I didn't hear your clapping, so I'm going to assume it didn't make it onto the audio, Steve. Phew. <laughs> so, but, so, Steve, but you are still working. You've just been working from home for longer than everyone else because you self-quarantined. Right, right. One of us had a trip to Seattle scheduled to end on the 10th, and when he got home, tried to go into the office and his boss was like, now it's not me, Steve. I want you to know it's not me. I think it's okay because you know, you would totally not come in if you were feeling sick, but some people on the team would rather you just work from home forever now. Had you, <laughs> had you gotten to the office before your boss said that? I was technically on the L. <laughs> nice. Did you go back? Because uh, Google Monkey went to the office for one day to get an extra monitor so that he could work in our I, home office. I did um, go to campus twice after. So I basically, I was on campus on the 11th or the 12th. And we were supposed to have a um, prospective students day on the 13th, but it was clear that that was going to be canceled. And then between then and the end of the month, I did go twice to get library books because I could see the writing on the wall and that they were eventually yeah. going to shut down library access. Um, and uh, um, I brought back a bunch of stuff from my lab so I can keep doing analysis. And as mm -hmm. I told people, I was like, I realize this comes from a, a place of privilege. I recognize that. But um, I've been saying for a long time that uh, I would be really happy if I just had a few weeks where I truly owed nothing to anybody else mm. to just catch up on things. Mm -hmm. And so um, teaching has been busy, but before I started teaching, uh, I was able to catch up on a lot of backlogged work, just like minor things even, organizing files, paperwork. So in some ways, the beginning of the quarantine was really quite nice. I admire that because I have a to-do list 17 pages long of projects that I was like, this is what I'll do while I'm unemployed and quarantined. Um, although we're not technically quarantined because neither one of us is sick nor are we showing symptoms. So we're just social distancing, sheltering in place. Um, and then I decided that for the first four weeks I would treat it like my vacation in Peru, 
where I could do whatever I wanted as long as I got my steps in every day and ate at least one fruit and one vegetable every day and like showered when I needed to, then I, it didn't matter. I could, who cared, who cared if I was productive? I could do whatever yeah. I need. I wanted to. And now it's been five weeks and I'm like, okay, now it's time to do stuff. Well, one of the things that I did do was I had all of these little to-do lists and then I put them into a really big to-do list. And I've heard that's actually something that you should not do. Um, <laughs> I, I did it and it's, uh, it's a little overwhelming, but I do, I'm kind of like that. Like I've done enough organization. It's funny that like now I'm organized enough that I can start doing the to-do list, but mm. I was so disorganized. I couldn't even do the to-do list. The organizing the to-do list is actually very calming for me. I enjoy it. I'm the same. And then I stare at the to-do list and I'm like, I don't want to do that. So then I go read five <laughs> Terry Pratchett books in two weeks. And then like we watch Farscape and I clean the blinds that have not been cleaned in over 10 years. Ugh. Minimum. They're filthy and require me to stand on the back of the couch in order to reach the blinds and wipe every blind down with a cloth. It's disgusting and this is what it's come to but like i'd rather do that than update the paperwork for the show that closed on march 12th that we in theory may be remounting sometime this year i don't know another I'm nice also, thing yeah again position of privilege i get that but another nice thing was like for as a graduate student i have to do a lot of budgeting and uh mm. during the first term of the school year i was definitely over budget but i'm starting to catch up hey Amazing what you can't spend money on when you can't leave your house. <laughs> As I have learned. Yeah. It's amazing how many things you can buy for your home when you're stuck in your home all day. Steve, you and I have had the exact opposite response to this. My spending has been like cut in half. We literally only spend food on, we spend money on food and books and charities. Please. I mean, that would go in the food to... category. Groceries. Like before I had just a very basic work from home setup, you know, like real basic, you know, there's a place I would set my laptop down and I would be able to type and I had my travel, you know, mouse and things like that. And now I have, you know, a 32 inch 4k monitor and some other stuff like, because I've been here for a month and like, I just don't want to do work on my laptop screen. Now I have a brand new desk. It's like, yes. So I also have to acknowledge that there's a certain privilege that allows me to do all of that, but it's very frustrating. That's fair. I bought a mouse. It was very exciting. Like a real mouse or like a computer mouse? Yeah, I spent like $32 on it. Wow. That's an expensive Cause, mouse. Because I read, I was reading online reviews and, and I decided to splurge. Do, do we want really me to talk about peripherals? Uh, you don't. No. Spoiler no, alert, you don't. <laughs> oh, man. So many keyboards. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out how to take a screenshot on my, on my computer. Um, Should we all get really close? Well, I did hit print screen, but I thought I had to like hit other things. Google Monkey says I just have to hit print screen, but I think I have to hit other things in addition. Do it again. Well, (laughs) it didn't work. I'll let you know when it actually happens. Press together power and volume. No. I thought it was usually power and volume down button for a second. I feel like there's a different thing. Can you hit the last part? 
The Windows key. Hold on. Hey, it worked. That was it. Everybody get real close to the camera. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy that Matthew is the one that does this. Okay. All right. I like we got two, we got two shots. Okay. Um, so we have like six minutes left on my Zoom meeting, which is also why I think Zoom is going to help our podcasting because because it's free. <laughs> we are limited you to 40 to minutes. Focused. We have to be focused because we only have 40 well, minutes. And if we're doing it once a week, we, we can get in uh, as many new podcasts between now and the beginning of May as we did all of last year. I, <laughs> I don't know. Can you talk about vegetables that often, Matthew? Oh, um, yeah. In class the other day, I was talking about vegetables and my friend Estefania, who's the TA, cut in and she goes, I don't know if any of you knew this, but he's really into plants. <laughs> well, now your students know that. Yeah. Now they know. Um, so, I yeah. Did a, I did a mid-course review and one of the things that kind of made me laugh was one of the students said, I'm really sorry to say this because I think it, you're very interesting, but you're not very concise. So <laughs> <laughs> the best comment ever. Oh, I feel like there's, because I, I read a lot of modern authors, particularly a lot of sci-fi fantasy slash children's literature. Um, and then I'll go and like read Dickens or Steinbeck or Melville. And the sentences are much longer back in the day. And it's beautiful writing. It's not just male authors. It's also like the Brontes and Jane Austen. Um, the sentence, it's beautiful writing, but their sentences are far longer than modern authors. My favorite uh, comment in a course evaluation was, uh, Matthew clearly knows the course material, but he has a tendency to lecture. That might be because we never did the readings. <laughs> <laughs> and this is for a discussion-based seminar class. <laughs> so uh, while I love teaching at the University of Chicago, uh, they, they are, uh, almost without exception, uh, phenomenal students, but sometimes very unself-aware. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long have you been at the University of Chicago? Katrina, we were having a really nice conversation. That's about <gasps> as dumb a comment. What? Um, so, listeners of Ethical Rioting, what, Steve, I didn't, you were muttering. Um, I'm trying to figure out why we weren't having a great conversation. I was having a conversation with, a great conversation with all of you, and then Katrina had to go and ask how long I've been in my program, and that's a rude thing to do. Uh, now I understand. I'm sorry. I missed that. I thought you That's were implying you that for, I like, did somehow. Paying attention to your D&D group in addition to us. Uh, listeners, Look, if there's anyone you'd like us to interview, we live in guess the future. what? Do... You're just not going to let me talk, are you? No, uh, I will happily let the host of the show talk. <laughs> uh, listeners, feel free to email us at ethicalwriting at gmail.com or contact us another way. I'm on Facebook. Have you ever gotten uh, an email, writing is an Katrina? Yes, actually. Chelsea Lynn once emailed us to let us know that she listened to the show. Uh, <laughs> we can interview literally anyone in the world because we're doing it on Zoom now. So it, we are no longer beholden to my round, terrible microphone that I bought off Amazon for like $60 because someone told me it was a good podcasting microphone. Yeah, we don't Apparently, have to worry about the travel budget anymore. Right. <laughs> 
Wait, wait, wait. Oh, do I no longer get a per diem? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's now in ice cream, Steve. Yeah, Steve, if you're you that understand. sad, I can come sit out in your little courtyard and you can watch me through the window and we can eat ice cream. I feel like you don't understand what my per diem of ice cream could be. I'm just saying that as soon as this is over, we're all meeting by the sheep, which got a shout out in the alderman's newsletter. Do either of you, I don't know that either of you are in my ward, so you might not have the same alderman. Steve is in our ward, apparently. No. One? One? No, we're two. We're ward two. Steve is not in our ward. No, he's not. Nick says that I, you're wrong, I Steve, but don't I don't actually, think you are. I was, I no, I was about to say, I, I don't know exactly where the boundary is, so I could be easily in Ward 2 and not know it. I, don't I just think see signs for Ward 1 Our ward near is my house. Silly gerrymandered. What ward are, well, now that you're eating ramen, what is that, ramen? Pasta? Carbonara. Ooh. Saturdays are left overnight in the Herman Palooha household. Um... I think I'm Ward 2, isn't it? Isn't that Hopkins? Yeah. Yeah, I'm The Wicker Park Sheep made it into the newsletter. And then this week... Um, oh, wait, we're about to end. If we get cut off, goodbye, everybody. Oh, yeah, goodbye. We like you all. Oh, Bye. Talking, get cut off. Is, it, is it happening? No, no I think Wait, this like is where I'm supposed to be sipping tea. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, the ASMR. This I do have some wine. With hot chocolate and... Um, chocolate milk in it oh that's actually really good i should do this more often i've been making lots of good food and tea lately maybe we should talk about quarantine cooking next time definitely because i've been now making i make five meals a week one of them is homemade pizza so three of them we have every single week and then i switch it up the other two meals and then we eat out one day a week and one day is leftovers so as the 1950s housewife of my relationship, I make dinner. I'm also the one that's unemployed, so it feels fair. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, it's 7.30. I'm surprised Zoom hasn't cut us off yet. Lance never uh, showed. I love you. Let me know. So next time, can. we'll yell at him. All right. Ethical okay. writing listeners, all three Ethical of you, writing. we like you. It was table. good to talk to you. You are wonderful. Edit in the table. I will edit it. I will edit in uh, the this, table. Okay, this bye. provides some source Goodbye. of light in the darkness. <laughs> Goodbye.